0: Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Hello, it's Harry here
1: from The Gavel and The Gavel, and I'm joined by... He's there somewhere.
0: Oh, it's me. Oh, is that my bit? Oh, that's my bit. It's Simon here from Devon, joining you on the gavel and the gabble.
1: Simon, bless him. Simon's on a a week's holiday to recover from the holiday that never happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying to work out what catastrophes can befall us on this one so that we can make uh, some content for our podcast. I'm sure something will happen. Stand by.
1: Mate, by not moving more than four miles from your house, you are reducing... The possibility for content.
0: I'm not leaving the parish. It's not happening.
1: Well, I'm still recovering from our um, last auction down in Lyon Bay, where your son, <laughs> as we talk about in this, and we'll keep talking about it at Maynard's until we get a sponsorship deal, we have a jelly baby addiction. And halfway through, or after three, 400 lots or whatever, uh, we open a bag of jelly babies to give ourselves a sugar rush and an extra hit of... Energy, so to speak, to get us mm-hmm. through the last 200 lots. Max, Simon's eldest, who is wage? He's 10. Came and stood in the room, uh, surrounded by all the bidders and the rest of it, and called up to check how we were. And I said... What a sweet Something kid. along the lines of, oh, that's so sweet of you. No, we're all right. We've got our sweets, we've got tea and all the rest of it. And he looked me straight in the eye and said, I wasn't asking you. I was asking my daddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Working on the whole manners front um, and the charm aspect, um, (gasps) still a lot to do, gotta say. Still a bit to do. Did make us laugh though.
1: Made everybody laugh. I laughed. Uh, I I was hugely hurt, but I also laughed.
0: He loves you, really. You know he does, because you give him money.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I do know that. Uh, well, hang on. I might I might be able to cheer you up slightly. So, you know, we've mentioned that we're doing this podcast to a few friends. I had a text message from a friend of ours um, who said, and I will read it from my mobile phone. I just listened to your podcast. It's making me drive faster. Not really understanding that bit. I don't know what on earth we were chatting about that makes someone drive faster. Anyway, Harry is a very funny man.
1: Are you sure that they've got the voices the right way round?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. i not try me- and butter me up. No, no, no. I just listened to your podcast. It's making me drive faster. Smiley face. Harry is a very funny man, which makes you think not so much you, Simon. Well, no, i don't believe that no 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 it's well, not I'm Stop competing. It out. I'm, you know
1: it's not, I'm it
0: harry, it's not it harry is a very funny man there you mate go.
1: i need all the help i can get and all the praise i can get because i turned up at a house this week for an appraisal and when i knocked on the door lovely lady answered it uh it was her mum's house and they were downsizing mum had gone to a, uh, has gone into a uh, smaller home or a home and downsizing it and she said look to me and stood looking at me for about 25 seconds and i was like this is odd you know i had done my hi it's harry Weird. here from whatever and um she said oh, Hmm. i thought you'd be a lot older like those ones off the telly <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> the issue with that is i then said oh you know thanks for that i mm. think
0: compliment maybe
1: and i'm in my what are we early i'm early 50s aren't i so I don't consider myself young by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't check which people she wants to talk about off the telly. No. But I'm not sure that many of them are older than me in any case.
0: <laughs> Where's your youthful exuberism?
1: Well, I was just like, I said, well, you know, my usual line, which is to make the um, take the mickey out my own size, was to say, well, I've eaten my way through my wrinkles. I was thinking, you know, puff myself out. I said, like, how old do you want me to be? So um, yeah, so uh, that's it. So I'm not old enough.
0: If it's any consolation, I didn't get that, but I went to look at a barn, clearing it out. There was a speedboat in there and all sorts of stuff. But the lady that greeted me there, basically, as I walked up, she said, "Oh, are you the? Are you the auctioneer? Are you from Lime Bay Auctions?" I went, "Yes, yeah, that's that's me." And she went, "Why aren't you wearing tweed?" <laughs> so I said, we don't, we don't, or we, she said, I was expecting tweed, brogues, maybe a waistcoat. And she just looked thoroughly disappointed. It's not like I turned up in dungarees or anything, but she looked thoroughly, thoroughly. What
1: is oh, Is this something off the telly as well?
0: I think it's something off the telly. By the way. That he's... lovely,
1: that lovely Mr. Laidlaw.
0: He does. He does well uh, with does a bit of tweed. He wears tweed, doesn't he? He does. I wonder whether he's wearing it in 34 degrees pretty confident not no exactly but yeah i basically i basically got told off for not wearing tweed and i shouldn't think he's much older than us either no he's a
1: young sprite exactly it's ridiculous okay so i've had a week of it it gets worse oh good we were clearing and i mentioned it in the last podcast i think on podcast before that We were clearing a school, which we'd now got round to finishing the, we were clearing not the school, but the actual convent, which was forming part of the school. Oh yeah, that's right. So I turned up running a couple of minutes late behind the boys in the lorries, and I could see down the long driveway, the lorries, and the gates were shut for security reasons, quite rightly. school's, it's terms out, so there's, there's no kids at the school. So I rang Graham, who works with us, and said, Graham, you couldn't buzz me in, could you? And... The lady, because he always answers his phone on speakerphone, for whatever reason, the lady who was with him went, that is not allowed. He will now have to go to the headmistress's office. (laughs) Not again. And I was like, what? I thought everybody was joking. I had to go (laughs) and report to the headmistress's office. I didn't mean to say, can you buzz me in? (laughs) What I meant was, I can't get any answer from reception because they're obviously helping my men showing my men where to go, that way can somebody buzz the gates to let me in. That's what I meant. But that wasn't no. Got told off.
0: Oh. Oh, that's trouble. In the
1: headmistress's office. I'm 52 <laughs> <laughs> He says in his best squawky voice. However, when I got to the rooms, the convert bit where the boys were, you can imagine.
0: Mm.
1: Oh my life absolutely shredded i was i couldn't get out of there quick enough i was just like yeah i don't really want to oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you have a magazine down your trousers just in case
1: Uh, no i wasn't beaten i was told off a lot i went quite red-faced and i said i think uh, there's been a misunderstanding (laughs) (laughs) and they're all lovely at this school but and i think they were Mm. playing on the moment as well god i hope they were
0: crikey well but but, yeah we still got the job right
1: all the, all the stuff's coming up for shortly. Uh It's the panic knot.
0: Panic knot. <laughs> if you remember, a couple of podcasts ago, I broke it to you, Harry, on the podcast that I bought a boat with our money. I've seen this boat now. <laughs> and it went under the hammer on Monday, didn't it? And do you want to tell everybody? Because I feel like I can't we should, remember. you know.
1: Not... I can't, don't ask me. Did it sell? I don't think it sold, did it? It didn't sell. No, it didn't sell. If you follow us on Instagram, and do if you can, for um, insights of what's happening, what's going up, uh, there is a picture of Simon. Oh, there is a picture of the magnificent vessel. Yeah, what I would say, what I would say about this boat is that the pose in the boat says more about Simon than many other things you will hear on this podcast. <laughs>
0: it's it's a beautiful boat and i think what i'm saying is i think what i'm saying is despite the fact that we've done this for many years it's a tricky business and you can still get it very wrong and it would be fair to say buying a boat unseen probably not the best plan i ever had
1: no but hang on this leads me on because it's the desperation of the dealers and the people in our trade that you don't want to miss a deal yeah, and we had an incidence this week where we've had an auction weekend, and a furniture dealer had come in to pick up his items that he'd bought, and also to see if he could offer on an item that didn't sell, but he could he negotiate through us with the owner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This happens occasionally, or quite often, in fact. People, you know, we encourage it really. Um, if an item hasn't sold, we could put the best offer to the client, etc. He had started medication two hours before he arrived yes yeah at the auction house and when he got there he was scratching and had hives all the way up his arms back it, oh it's obvious i mean you can see them on his arms but he was scratching his body and after five minutes being there his lips went blue and started to blow up literally looked like he'd had some sort of is it Poor botox <laughs> Right, so we're all panicked, we're all like, mate, you need to go to the doctors or the hospital or your chemist or whatever, you probably just need an a- antihistamine, you've just had an allergic reaction. And it was getting worse, and we said, come on, come on, one of us will drive you or you must get you there or whatever. And uh, this is an older client of ours, so he's, uh, he's in his 60s, I think. Uh, you know him, Billy, you'll hear us shout at him from the rostrum during auctions. Lovely Billy. A lovely guy, really <laughs> lovely guy. And, but he said, but. I can't leave. And he said this through sort of puffy lips because what happens if they come back and there's a deal? <laughs> what happens if there's a deal? I'll be missing out on the deal. Well, like, no, no. If they come back and say, yes, we'll put it to one side for you. We'll sort it out later. You're in the middle of a medical drama. <laughs> he goes no and his face was getting puffier and puffier and puffer and we're like seriously we're going to call an ambulance in a minute you've got to go you've got to get this sorted what can we do to help and we're all running around and all the rest of it and he goes but I don't want to leave in case the owner comes back Oh, get out <laughs> eventually we had to physically push him into his car dealers cannot miss a deal but it was so funny um, suffice to say unbeknownst to everybody else in the team every single person in my office rang him that night Including myself to check he was all right, because everybody was concerned about him. It was absolutely fine. He'd had an allergic reaction, something, and he couldn't get over. He's never had his phone's never been so busy <laughs> <laughs> with all the team from the auction house going. Are you all right? Is there anything we can do for you? But it was very funny. I didn't offer to do anything for him. I just wanted to know he was all right. But all these people just kept checking on him. It was very funny.
0: Bless him. Bless him.
1: Fear of missing out. Yeah, so we've had a we've had it we've had a peculiar week. It's very August, is what I would say. Very August. You're on your holes. I've dragged you off your holes to do this, which is, is wrong. Yeah, and I've just
0: I'm just being slated
1: everywhere I go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so na- it's now a good time to tell you. You know, we've we've updated you and everybody else on the boat. Mm. We've bought something else.
1: Okay, as long as it's not livestock, I'm all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not livestock. Oh, there we go. good to go. Okay, so we have done a deal for a clearance. In fact, I got the phone call this morning to say that we've got it. We will keep everybody updated. Now, I'm not sure if this is vintage or not, and it's certainly a punt, but we, Harry, you and I, are now the proud owners of a, I want to say, 30-year-old Saab 900. Is that the convertible one? It's not convertible, I'm afraid. Oh. It's got a hard top. It's a bit of a barn find. I wouldn't say... A bit like the boat. Not exactly immaculate by any stretch of the imagination, but what I thought we would do is... Listeners,
1: (laughs) listeners, I don't know how to break this to you. We are meant to consult one another on the things that we get up to. Absolutely no chance. (laughs) Simon, off on his own flying no. around the country buying boats that literally somebody wouldn't buy as a planter and now
0: this Saab 900 I am no. guessing hang on Harry don't say that for goodness sake please because I have sold it I have recovered our money we have got back every penny because I sold it to Daniel who works for us yeah, oh god for 50 quid that's not
1: right that's not right
0: Okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing the Saab. That's so lovely. the Saab is on its way. So
1: that'll be that'll be coming up for all shit in the autumn. Great, lovely. <laughs> it's, it's on its way. He
0: says, slightly stressed. <laughs> <laughs> we can therefore let everybody know whether or, because I am zero for one at the moment on this podcast. The boat was a resounding failure. So I am hoping to redeem myself with the Saab 900. So we'll put a picture up on Instagram. We'll let Harry auction it. I mean, I mean I've mean, i got to say the fact that we didn't sell it, you know, you've got to take some responsibility, mate. Oh no, I take all the responsibility. It's entirely my
1: fault that the last lot of the day or nearly the last lot of the day was a boat that frankly, I mean, it should have had a wood burner next to it.
0: <laughs> it may have been bought. No, it hasn't been bought for that. I don't know what he's going to do with it. We may need to hire more staff because if he does try and put to sea in that, It's a good job we sponsor the RNLI. Anyway, the Saab, on the other hand, the Saab, this is going to be my pièce de résistance. Okay, send me a picture and it will
1: be on Instagram in the very near future. We still haven't given Simon access to the social media no, no, And as he's on holiday this week... As he's on holiday this week, we're not going to put that additional stress on him. That's my excuse for this week. I can't wait. And I'll have to
0: think of another one for next week. I can't wait to get my hands on that Instagram account. I really can't. And I think maybe a petition to get me access so that I can post freely and wildly... I think it's a great idea. Mate,
1: we've got international, as you saw on uh, Instagram. Uh. Uh, we've got somebody in um, Sydney, Australia, uh, was doing a, did a review of the show. Uh, we've gone international. I mean, we've cracked it. Um, so that's two listeners we've got we're chatting to now. Um, and they, uh, Bless him. Thank you for the review. They, yeah, I like our review. I like How a lovely. Review. That was very, very kind of them. Right, OK, we've got a question for you, Simon. For me, right? If this is... We were talking uh, just generally the other day uh, about the bidders that come to auction rooms and somebody was talking about the TV show Lovejoy and in that Ian McShane who plays Lovejoy um, bids quite frequently by exaggerated or sly winking mm. yes and so this lady's ch- just generally ch- chatting to us and all the rest of it she goes do you get a lot of sly winkers or Peculiar careful, careful. bidders, and how do they not peculiar bidders, but how, do peculiarities within their bidding?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think you do, and you you do get to. There is a strange sense as well, is that you can look out at a room. Um and all of a sudden you can see an individual who's maybe sat down, maybe sta- stood up, who is building up to their lot. Do you know what I mean, Harry? That you can see them, they've gone from very relaxed to far more alert, to picking up their uh catalogue, to the pen is poised, and you know, and I, I can literally sit there and say, Next three lots he'll be bidding on one of those. Let's keep an eye on that guy. So that that's always an interesting do you one. Know what?
1: You're far much better, you're far better at this than I am.
0: You notice well, all that. Well, you not always, but you certainly can <laughs> see with a lot of people, particularly if they're not seasoned guys. No, no, no. Goes, no I agree. It's I quite, agree. You
1: do see, you do it's see it's quite done it before they get yeah. very anxious. The other thing is about some bidders, you can spot novices in the room. Because quite a lot of novices will sit through four hours to get to their bid.
0: <laughs> yeah, bless them, bless them. They're not going to miss it. They are there for the it duration. It, and they're not.
1: They're worried that I'm going to suddenly or we will suddenly change the pace. I guess I don't
0: know. I don't know. Don't, then you've got the um, the ones that whistle at you. That always goes well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of being whistled at, <laughs> like a Labrador. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I really appreciate a whistle.
0: Then do you remember in the last auction? There was a very interesting chap who sat there very attentively on the front row. And then when he wanted to bid, he literally stood up and thrust his card under our faces. He did. Do you remember him? Uh, With such aggression. The thing about him was, wasn't it, the fact that he just waited with
1: his card, pushed towards us. Yeah. And we just kept accepting his bids and he was until he won. Is that the The fellow?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But he literally wouldn't sit down. He literally rammed straight in front of it. I've never seen that before. That is a new one on me. Um, But there was no way he was missing out. No, no.
1: You've got Um, the shouters. You've got the
0: shouters. Shouters, like a shouter. Uh, You've got
1: the shouters. They shout in several ways. They'll shout to bid, or they'll shout. And I quite like this bit of the shouting is that they'll shout to make an offer to get the bidding going. This oh. tends to happen more in your sort of general type sales or general items mm. than it does in your um, top-end antiques. But, you know, sir, will you take... You'd like them to say, sir, would you take yeah, that pounds? I mean. But you tend to get, 40 pounds! <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 40! Or something <laughs> along those nations. And they've all suddenly become cockney, that isn't true. None of them are like that, I would speak with that accent.
0: I like the very, very happy winners as well that you know a lot a lot of people that bid at auction do so and it's a business and they'll bid bid yeah won that one bid won that one lost that one fair enough you say fair enough what they're
1: the ones that come and get you later and say well you've oversold that i could have had that and made a profit well how (laughs) how do you oversell something
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. But when you actually get somebody who comes along for maybe one or two bits for their new home or something like that, and they win their lot and their Ecstatic, and I mean literally over the moon. That makes my day. That really does literally make my day. Would you agree with
1: me that you're seeing more? I'm seeing certainly more younger couples starting out, yeah, who are sort of making a shopping list for the new flat, new home. Yes, then they've just bought their first place where they've put all their money into the house because we all know how expensive that sort of thing is. So tricky, yeah, and then they suddenly realize that they can kit out their uh, their whole house for. Relatively inexpensively by buying second-hand furniture, third-hand. Yeah,
0: fence. and they're, and they're going to do a few bits up, um, but also they're going to take a few antiquey bits that are actually not expensive but are pretty cool. You know, a lovely yeah. Windsor chair or a you know a, a little bureau or something like that. Something that's just going to add a bit of character. Yeah, we. I think we are definitely seeing a lot more of that. They're the, the
1: happiest winners.
0: Yes, they are. That is a good link through to because you're absolutely right. They are the ones that are so happy, so delighted to get the piece that they wanted or the few pieces that they wanted. And, you know, the adrenaline kicks in and they're over the moon when they get it. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so I like them. Uh, Other types of bidders, have you got any of those, mate?
0: I really, really, really love the angry bidders. I love them. They make me laugh literally so much. So they'll start bidding uh, or they'll bid, And then somebody will bid against them, and they'll 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 get angry, and they'll look at them, and they'll and and then they'll look back at us as if we've done something terrible. And then they'll bid again, and then somebody else will bid, and they'll be searching the room: who is this bidder? Who is this person? I literally it kills me, doesn't it? You know, it kills me. I'm next to you on the rostrum, and I am literally in pieces the, the angrier they get the the more i corpse on the yeah roster. yeah yeah. but it's what's funny about those is that i like the ones who are the
1: angry bidders but then who go and stand <laughs> they try and find the person in the room who's bidding against them and they go and stand near them or stand over them and <laughs> stare at them they're the ones that get me so they're i've got the i my ones are the advancing ones of yours so they're yeah. the left they're angry by a mark two let's call them they literally
0: mm. go and try and psych people out. What? Yeah. Chill yeah. out. Oh, chill out. Uh, you know, it's not It's not the end of the world if you don't get that chest of drawers or that, you know, that gold necklace. Crikey. It's unbelievable. But the angry ones, the angry ones are, quite frankly, they absolutely do me in because, and, and I do appreciate that the more I laugh at them, the angrier they get, of course. Because... <laughs> that's no so big yeah kind of, yeah we're
1: not i think our problem one of our usps is that we're probably not meant to laugh at them
0: no no we're not the other bidders i like and the, these are great as well the ones that send you slightly over the edge are the bidders that like to relocate after each bid ah uh, somewhere different what in the, is so you take, you've taken five bids to your left on say art glass and then a piece of art glass comes up 20 lots later and you go, art they've glass, look to you. And they've gone. And you're like, oh, well, they must have left. And all of a sudden you get yelled at from the other side of the room because they're they hiding. To move. They're on a chair that they've <laughs> hidden behind a chest of drawers. And that's your fault, Harry, for not actually, and my fault, for not recognising that they've decided to no. relocate in a rather large Mate, It's my
1: fault. And what, what I usually say to them is, you know, you can't move. And I get it because they're bored, and you know they're there for a. Some people can be there for four or five hours if there's a big auction, and it's general sale, and they've got lots and lots they want to bid on. So they move about and they get a bit cramped. What they don't understand is that they're talking to a big slug, and I sit on the rostrum in the same position (laughs) for six (laughs) hours with the with the regular uptake of of jelly babies about nine cups of tea. (laughs) Although now we're old. Or not old enough, according to that lady. But now we're old. We do have to have a comfort break halfway through. It's a pee break. Yeah, all right. (laughs) uh, Well, to be fair, to be fair, I do have one comment is the fact that because we're mic'd up and I forget that it's live and streamed live online and um, our last auction at Windsor, there was a ridiculous number of hundreds, literally of people online weren't they? it was nothing oh hundreds and hundreds unbelievable which is great i love it but um is that i said i needed a wee wee break apparently which <laughs> frankly makes me sound like a child like a six-year-old but i forget i'm mic'd up but i thought i was just talking to you quietly and i needed i was like i've done 400 lots i need to leave the, i need to leave the room for five minutes
0: to be fair i have had a few people say well quite regularly you do know that you boys can't whisper. What's that? (laughs) Sorry. And they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that you're kind of covering and you're having a word with, we can hear. That microphone is so sensitive that we can hear everything. So when you say, that guy in the third row, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> that, that is broadcast loud and clear, and that's generally what gets us into trouble. I've yeah, got which a is question because we 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 can't make the
1: sound work on our podcast half the time. So how <laughs> can we make how can we make the sound in the bleeding auction house it's so sensitive? It is so sensitive.
0: I've got a question. So somebody who's listening to the podcast. And I know that you've done a few shout outs and said, if you'd like to us to discuss anything or whatever, I thought this was a really lovely question, a really sort of broad question. Anyway, this is a lady who has come to our auctions in Devon and has been hugely supportive. And she said, over the years, you've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of lots. What makes a good lot? I thought that was a cracking question. What do you think? This sounds like a, some kind of comprehension reading thing.
1: That, that I mean, that's a broad topic, isn't it? Yeah. So we got we got a four hour podcast. This one. <laughs> what makes a good lot? So I would disseminate. There are two types of there are two types of lot for me. There's your regular collectibles that everybody really likes. So I'm talking about our general antiques and collectible sale, right? So there's the things that people like and the things that people collect. Now, that might be Ladro figurines, White Friars glass, uh, Rule Dalton dinner services, medals, German tin toys, Japanese tin toys, dinky toys, it, you know, swords. It might be any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, they're easy. You just say, that's a good thing. I know what that is. And that's yeah. sell so well.
0: Put it up on the internet; they'll be fighting for it. We'll see what it yeah, gets to. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's it. That's an easy shout, ch- and that's an e- that's a good lot. I think the ones that we like are. I think we mentioned it another in an earlier podcast, but there was the um, deity, the brass uh, bronze uh, yes. goddess. Yeah, yeah. And the woman had bought it at a charity auction, and she paid fifty p yeah. for it, and it made yeah. thousands. Right. Yeah. Now. Everybody in the room and all the people who came to look at it were agreed. It was 50-50. Yes, yeah. Whether it was right or not. And that's often the case with a lot of things that come in that that are good quality. There's always the naysayers, and that's not a criticism of them, but there's always the people who go, oh, I've got my fingers burnt on something that looked just like that. And I paid five grand for it and it turned out to be worth a thousand pounds because it came from another country and was faked and God knows Mm -hmm.
0: what.
1: So there's that issue. But those are the things, the lots, it's the will they, won't they. Mm. You know, it's that sort of, I think that's the thing. So everybody who touches it goes, oh, that could be. And those are the things that I think are the lots that you go, oh, I see a lot of things every day. I've got a broad experience and a broad knowledge of a lot of stuff. We're very lucky that we have people that we pull in for individual things like art and top end jewellery and all the rest of it but we've got you and i've got working knowledge lots and lots of stuff because we see so much stuff and you're always learning in the game and you are always got people feeding you extra information and there's publications and books you've got to constantly learn all the time just a quick lesson to anybody just never pretend you know the answer if you don't and research it it's out there but it's those things so it's the things that there's a sort of a 50-50, 70-30, 50, that sort of split on, oh, it could be. Couldn't that mm. be the right thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's what makes a good lot. And it, you won't. You, that's the problem is you don't see, you don't know what that is until it walks through the door or you see it on a mantelpiece in a house.
0: Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, I And those are, Those answer. are the things
1: that you always get fun, those are the things you always have fun with, aren't they? And they're the things we all yeah. talk about.
0: And it's interesting when you're looking at those 50-50 lots where you're thinking it could fly it may not is it right or it's wrong there's generally speaking there are sort of three elements to it isn't there there's is it a quality piece and if you like when you looked at that deity you looked at the fingers the uh, uh, the casting had had fingernails had the quality of the the hair and the the detail and the the way it's cast. So you look at the quality, then you look for the rarity. How rare is this in the market at the moment? And that makes a big difference. And then condition, because obviously you can have something of great quality, great rarity, but if it's been beaten to death, they still won't want it. So mm. you look for you know um, condition as well. Um, but if you can find the combination of rarity, quality, and good condition, you've got an interesting lot, you've got a good lot. And then, and this is the beauty of our game, would you agree, Harry, is the world sees it, the world makes a decision. It's never our decision. That's the interesting thing about our job. It's not like owning a shop. We don't go, our decision is that should make a thousand pounds, so we'll put a thousand pound price tag on it. No, we take it we take it, we market it, we take it to auction, and a combination of everything you've just said, Harry, and quality, rarity, and condition. And the market, based on all of those factors, will make its mind up. And whether we've yeah. said it's fi- fifty to sixty pounds, it can still make twenty thousand pounds. All right, all right pounds yeah, at so about
1: what price we got on thousand pounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wall of shame. We've discussed it before. We can't discuss it again. Well, we will no, we'll discuss it again. again. But yeah, I mean, I think it was an an, an interesting question. It was, a, and it's also a slight question as to what's the key. What's the key to making money at auction if you're selling at auction? There's no magic wand. I think we sold a magic wand. I
1: had a lady this morning uh, who opened the back of her car and produced lots of Harry Potter toys and books. And she said, this is a first edition book of the last in the series. And I was like, yeah, it's not really. And it wasn't. And she goes, they haven't been read and I've just put them to one side. But they, all this stuff comes out all the time. People have put it to one side and think it's going to make a fortune. And then there were lots of the figurines that she'd bought from a toy store and they all had the reduced labels on the back because they hadn't sold there. So she'd gone around buying them all up in order to bring them to auction yeah. because that was how she's going to make any money. And I said, when did you buy these? She said about three weeks ago. And I said, <laughs> okay. But they're worth fortunes.
0: There's the classic example of rarity. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, but it ain't rare. There's hundreds of thousands of them out there, so it's well, not rare, I think so it doesn't the, fact that the my, my
1: bigger issue was the fact that she bought them from the shop, and she, it was a very well-known huge chain, and they were the only people on the planet who hadn't noticed <laughs> that they had these incredibly <laughs> expensive toys on uh, reduction at 99p each. Uh, on their stand and I was (laughs) like I I think maybe pop those in the bottom drawer and come back to it later
0: come back to us in 20, 30 years she was she was quite cross in a
1: nice nice way she She was
0: like well you're not Ah. taking any of this are you I mean you're not going to get me
1: the money I want I said no you're missing the point I don't want it not you're not giving it to me I'm saying I don't want it (laughs) stop telling me you're not going to be gracious enough to give it to me she was laughing i don't want any of it
0: (laughs) so there's there's a few ideas of to what although i did just finally have a guy that came into the auction house a couple of months ago and his question was tell me what is a guaranteed winner moneymaker at auction well if i knew that i wouldn't be working would i I mean, seriously, if I had that answer, what can I buy that is guaranteed to make double my money, is what he said. What can I buy? You do this all the time. You must know your business. What can I buy that is guaranteed to double its money? If only it were that easy. Mate,
1: I think you should go back to your holiday. I've taken up a whole 35 minutes of your, (laughs) it wasn't a holiday, but it is now a holiday time. If he doesn't have a good holiday, I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just remember that the boat may not have made us millionaires, but a Saab 900. Wait and see. See, the fact you stuttered tells
1: everything that everybody needs to know about that statement. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, Download, subscribe, like, review, all that sort of stuff, and tell your friends about the gavel and the gabble if you would. We're hurtling up the charts. <laughs> are we? Are we? Well, yeah, we are. We are. We are. I mean, we fluctuate, but we're there. You can I mean, find hurtling. <laughs> mate. Mate, well, wow, mate, for the people size, that do listen to when us, when you're this thanks. size, hurtling is like you know, well. It's it's, it's all it's, relative. Yeah. It's all relative. All right,
0: mate.
1: Take care. Take, Take
0: care. Bye bye.